Welcome to the Readings and Ramblings podcast, where we ramble about the Bible and the books we're reading, all from a Christian worldview. We're your hosts, Janice Jones and Shanna Vera, and we invite you to journey with us in our thoughts and exchange of ideas. Our hope is that these conversations will inspire you to read and grow in faith with friends. Hello, Shanna. Hi, Janice. How are you? Good. Hello, everyone. Who's ever out there tonight or today or whatever time (laughs) it is when you are. (laughs) Welcome to another edition of Readings and Ramblings. Yes, thank you um, for joining us. Yeah, so we have been on a little break. (laughs) It wasn't unintentional. That seems to be the way it goes. And, and we're so, a little scattered, so hopefully yeah, like we, we get, are. We, we get it together. Not, things might not be in order today, <laughs> but <laughs> bear with us. <laughs> but we usually start off um, the podcast with our commonplace quote or something that we've been reading that's been of interest to us during our last few days or last week. So, Shanna, you want to start us off with the, sure with your quote this week? So the boys and I have started the Chronicles of Narnia, and we are reading it in chronological order, which apparently there's varied opinions out there on whether you should read them in the order they were written hmm. or in the timeline. We are reading them like in the timeline of what happened first, next, you know. Um, but I think... The Magician's Nephew is what we finished, and I don't think, I think that was one of the last books written. It might have actually been his last book. So, okay. But, but that's anyway, the we, first, but it's really the first it's one. It's the first right? one because yeah, it's, the, it's the whole story of Narnia being created. So yeah. without creation, we didn't have, so I don't know. Anyway, that's how we one read it because I bought a book where it's like the, the whole set in one book. So yeah. it has it in line in chronological order. So we just started with the first one. And that's what today's quote is from The Magician's Nephew by C.S. Lewis. All right, so it goes, For what you see and hear depends a good deal on where you are standing. It also depends on what sort of person you are. Oh, I love that. Can I just say that um, we're reading that? We just passed that chapter, and I totally okay. highlighted that. Did you that. love it? Yeah. <laughs> I did. I was like, wow, that's really true. It really is. You yeah. know, it's like, Two people can hear the same thing, but what they take away from it can be totally different. Yes, because remember in that scene, uh, just spoiler alert, but like Uncle yeah. Andrews did not hear the same thing that ever that the kids were hearing. Right. You know, even right. though they were all in the same place. So right, like, because he closed his heart off to it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it reminds me of um, scripture. I think it was Matthew 13. Matthew, either 11, Matthew chapter 11, verse 13 and on, or Matthew 13 and 11. I can't remember which one, (laughs) but it was talking about why, you know, Jesus was talking about why he told parables, um, why he spoke in parables. And he was like, he was talking about hearing, like they, you know, they don't hear, even though they hear, they don't hear. And even though they see, they don't see, you know, so it made me think of that when you were, when you were saying that. So yeah. cool one. There was a lot of good stuff. That was actually my one my favorite Narnia book. Oh really? Um, I yeah. I really liked it too. And I like it because and I think that's why it was probably written last, is he brought so many um like 
things like why this was there and how the, like he kind of if you read it last you'd be like you'd be like all these moments since I've already read the Chronicles of Narnia as I was reading it I was like oh right that's yeah. why the wardrobe was magical that's why the lamppost was where it was you know all of yeah. those moments you know you're like yeah. oh right so I could see why it was written last but I know I I liked it for when um the creation scene when he was creating oh, and it's like it. he was singing and the kids were like just watching that come beautiful to sound and they were seeing it come the to, way come he alive. wrote that oh, in my mind yes. it was like a whole musical happening and you're just like yes. the colors and everything was so alive and you're i don't know he did an amazing job with that he did right he wrote it magically i because i felt the the magic and just like I, I pictured myself standing there like Polly and Diggory and just kind of looking at everything being created and seeing the stars singing. And it's yeah, like, yeah. you know, one day we will, it made me think like one day when we're with Christ that, you know, that will be all of us, you know, us exactly. humans, you know, the stars, you know, everything yep. in creation, just praising God. So I love that scene. And then when he calls the animals and, you know, like, and they're all around, I don't, I have the illustrated book do you have the illustrated one it um, has some drawings yeah not a lot yeah, yeah they're it, like pencil oh, drawings pencil yes drawings? yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, no i no. some of them were in color but it shows oh, i him. don't have that okay it shows him in the middle and then like okay. the, like the animals around him and i was just yeah. like oh i just loved it loved it so um, I'm actually really mind. thankful the boys took to it because I wasn't sure if they were too young, but they kept asking me to read this book to them because it's on the shelf yes. and I was a little worried they were too young for it, but cause they're only four and six, but they love it. And it's become table talk where we're sitting around eating a meal and they're just mm -hmm. like, what do you think is going to happen to the, oh. the white witch? And like, they're just oh. discussing it. And I love that. today they were playing and they said, um, they were like, this chapter is called slaying the dragon let's go and like <laughs> i thought it was so funny that they were playing like they were in a book instead of in a movie like that just oh. to me was like that's interesting like yeah like their brains they're, like their characters yeah their characters <laughs> in a book and they're act like i don't know to me it was just really funny i'm like you can tell they're a bunch of nerds <laughs> Book lovers. Yes. <laughs> Book lovers were called. <laughs> or story lovers. We love stories. Yeah, no, they are, and I love it. So, so what was your poem, quote for this week? This week is from Emily Dickinson. Uh, we are finishing her up. Actually, we finished her up today, yesterday. So we're starting Wordsworth poems. But she has a, a couple of them that I that I liked, but this one I put in my commonplace book. It's only a part of it. It's not the whole poem, but it's okay. called The Saddest Noise and The Sweetest Noise. And this is the last stanza. It says, an air can break a human heart as quickly as a spare. We wish the air had not a heart so dangerously near. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, I, something about, I mean, the whole poem is nice, but now I want to read the rest of it. Yeah. It's like, I guess, you know, like, the, um, I don't know. I'm not a poem expert. <laughs> Sometimes I will make my own interpretations of what I think it is. And then I'll look it up on a literary website and say, <laughs> and oh, like, I nope. was totally off. <laughs> don't <laughs> go by funny. me. <laughs> but you know what? I think poetry is a form of art. And I think sometimes it's meant to be personal. Like, 
that's what it meant to you in that moment. You know, you look at a painting and you have no idea usually sometimes what the picture even is, but, uh, you know, even just what was the person thinking, where was this painting taken, but it speaks to you where you're at and what it means to you in that moment. And I think sometimes poetry is like that too. Like, I think it's okay to not always have the same interpretation. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. But like I said, it was not what that literary site so said. Funny. I was like, okay, well, you're <laughs> listening to my interpretations. <laughs> but this one was, um, this one was a nice one. So I like, um, is she my favorite? Not really, but I do, I do like She's not like my top favorite. My top, my top favorite has been Robert Frost. Like I love Robert Frost. Um, his poems, I just love we, them. Especially we the did road. those last year, and I yeah. loved it. Yeah, he's 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 got some really good poems. Um, so Emily, Emily is not bad. I do like Emily, but I was I don't didn't love all her poems, but I did like a lot of her poems. So. Um, that was my quote for this week. So we have been, um, we're kind of changing up the format a little bit, trying out something new. And so we talked about uh, just, we both read a lot of books. And so we just thought we would share some of the books that we're reading um, while, and then of course, there's a book that we're reading together. So we'll talk about that book too. But uh, the book that I'm, the books that I've been reading that I want to share that were really good um, was Agatha Christie. Uh, I'm like an Agatha Christie fan now. Oh, I am too. <laughs> it's so funny. I'm like, how did I go my whole life not reading her? Me and now either. That I, now that I have, I feel like I always have an Agatha Christie book going. And she has so many. Oh my goodness! She and Amazon does. is always tempting me because there's always like an Agatha Christie book that's a dollar ninety nine, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> well, for a dollar ninety nine, how do I say exactly. no to myself? Exactly. It's, there's no self control there. <laughs> but um, my first Agatha Christie book was the book called "And Then There Was None," which oh, I, I think you one. read that one I've too. Wasn't that, that one. one so good? I oh, loved it, God. but I have to say that children's poem that they read over and over creeped me out Did it was creep very creepy out? yes it was very i'm like creepy. imagine putting oh, that in goodness. your child's bedroom no, or no, reading never, it to them i'm never, like ever. that doesn't seem appropriate i didn't want it in my bedroom when i was yeah. a child <laughs> <laughs> it was very creepy they, they were all they were just like oh how cute because what was it called oh, soldier island they're yeah. like oh because it's soldier island they put this poem i'm like that's not cute no. that poem is terrifying it's very terry every line on that poem is not good <laughs> no and then as you well maybe i'm not supposed to give that away yeah i know okay, we can't. I, since it's okay. a mystery if yeah, you're looking that for a ruins good book, the book yes yeah. yes so right, we won't we won't myself. do anything for that one but oh it was really <laughs> you definitely good. have to read it yeah <laughs> if you haven't and, if you're looking for a good a good mystery book not too scary because i am a scary scary person um yeah but i was able to read oh you know it. what i saw was it netflix what? was i on netflix i don't know i i switch around a lot maybe it was prime but they had um agatha christie movie on the nile or death on the nile yes and death the on one? the nile uh it's new yeah yeah I think so. okay uh death on the nile it was actually the first book that i read 
So I wanted oh. to watch it. I haven't watched it. So if it's like terrible, don't take my recommendation. I haven't actually wa- put it on. So I don't know that okay. it's good or bad. But I was like, oh, wow. And yeah, it looked like it was newly done. So I was kind of oh. excited because it was the first book of hers that I read and it got me into it. So I was like, oh, oh they made a movie on it. So I was kind of excited. Oh, cool. If that's the new one that came out, I heard mixed reviews, reviews oh, about really? it. I think it's okay. not it's not one that you would take the kids to actually really? no this is my second um this is my this is my second agatha christie right because when um we read a place a place a place for the moon a place to hang the moon mm-hmm. um the older son who was like what he was 12 or 13 yeah he, the older boy he was reading an agatha christie but i think it wasn't death on it was um um, murder the, um, the orient, on the orient express. express yeah so that yeah, was my first agatha christie i didn't read that one because i couldn't find it that was actually the first one i looked up because i read that book and and i was like all right let me check out that one i it didn't come up and death on the nile came up so that's what i ended up reading ah, and i okay. really liked it and then i just kind of went from there and i think i read the pale horse next which oh I had yes told yes you, to you told me and i was afraid to read it because it is about um, like witches and stuff yes. so you're like what? i was but, weary but I, yeah. I put my big girl pants on and then i okay. uh, and the whole it. time you're reading it you're like are these witches for real like are yeah, these witches killing yeah. people like you just yeah. don't know so it's like know. it was yeah, it was really good. I'm so glad that I did it because that was the one I did after. Um, so it was like the one I did after, and then there were none. So it was like two back to back good ones. Yeah. So I actually have not read any since then because I want to leave them. I don't want to just because she has a lot. So I yeah, I don't want to. I've been reading too many things in between, and so I've taken a break so I can savor them instead of it. You know, just I've read a lot of them. Doing Let me too see. much. So yeah. That's uh, yeah. on my list, though, uh, of reading the next set. I, I started, and then um, something about Baghdad, like they all came to Baghdad or something like that. Okay. Um, because that one was on $1.99. Yeah. <laughs> At Amazon. But can, the Scrib, Scrib has the audiobook, so I was listening to the audiobook there, too. So that's um that's what I have Okay, I also been... read The Crooked House. That was the other one I read by her. That was good, too? It was good. It was so oh. weird, but it was good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, so we have two recommendations. The and then there were none. Really, really. There's a story good. everyone the is dying off. The pale horse was really good. <laughs> and the pale horse was good because you didn't know why. Um, who the was, the who crooked house. The, the ending. You're just like what? And then you're like what? What's <laughs> happening? Oh, no, so the, crooked, the crooked house is really good too. <laughs> I want to go back to where I'm reading slowly. I feel like I'm devouring books. Oh, and I also read The Secret of Chimneys, which was it was pretty oh. good. It wasn't as good as the as some of her other ones, okay. but it it was good. It was good. Okay. Oh, so yeah. you have been binging one yeah, out of those. I know it's been bad. <laughs> well, I've been. Um, those were the only two um, that I've been reading. What about you? That's non Agatha Christie. <laughs> um. So I finished the book Cyrano. Oh. Um, I think I mentioned that I had started it. It's like a no, comedy oh, okay. based off of us. So Cyrano is a poet. Okay. And he has this giant nose. Okay. And so because of that, he feels like the person he's in love with will never love him. Oh. And uh, so he... Oh. 
And then he finds out that she's in love with somebody else. And it turns into this whole thing where he's, like, writing poetry for her lover to give to her because he can't write poetry. Oh, my and, goodness. Did you and see this? It's, it's his way to be able to express himself to her. And it's, okay. like, really his own feelings that he's sending to her. But through this other man, it's just, like, a whole thing. Did you ever see the Steve Martin version of that movie? No. Oh, I didn't but, even know there was one. Roxanne. Okay. The movie Roxanne by Steve Martin. Yeah, because Roxanne is the girl he loves, yeah. Hilarious. I've okay. never read, I didn't know it was based off of a book. Oh my yeah. goodness. <laughs> it was, it actually has a really depressing ending. So if you're like set on having happy endings, maybe don't read that book. But it was really funny and it kind of was just like, I don't know, you just wanted everything to work out for him even though he wasn't handsome. <laughs> oh, wait, the book, the, the movie didn't, the movie had a happy ending. Oh, so maybe I'll like the movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. If you like Steve Martin, Steve Martin's always funny. So uh, he was, he was, it was good. Okay. I haven't watched that in years. It's an old movie. Um, like maybe nine. So they're coming out with a, they're coming out with a new movie of Cyrano. And oh. so um, I wanted to read this before it came out because I'm okay. like, in case I want to watch it. I don't know. I'm like that. <laughs> I, I'm like that. If I find out there's a book, like a movie based on a book, I'm like, well, I got to read the book first. So I <laughs> read it. and that's kind of what got me reading it. And it was, it was, it was funny. It was, you know, there's a lot of poetry and stuff in it. And yeah, it, it was good. But then the Ooh. ending, you just kind of wanted everything to work out. And it doesn't really oh, work that out. Sucks. So. So, yeah, I don't so like non-happy like, endings. Yeah, you kind of end on a little disappointed. You're like, oh, come on. <laughs> but, uh, and then the other book I just finished was The Professor and the Madman. And, oh. Which I had who, mentioned, who's I that? Think, um, Simon Winchester wrote that. Okay. And I don't really know how to review it. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a really weird book. It is about the writing of um, the dictionary. Oh, and you were telling me that, that you were way, Yes. And that way it was very interesting. So many thoughts about the dictionary that I never had before, even just like where it came from. How did people live before having a dictionary? How did people write before a dictionary? How did the English language have guidelines without rules? Like all of that blew my mind. But the story about the madman, it's kind of all like the intertwined these stories because the madman helps write this dictionary which is interesting that our dictionary was written by a madman but <laughs> um, this is not oxford right no it's the webster okay. dictionary the but webster he's, okay he's really like disturbed and there's a lot of gory details so if you can't handle that kind of stuff there's definitely parts where i'm like do i want to finish this book Oh. I felt, I don't know. There was like a whole chapter about the Civil War because he's a military veteran from the Civil War. That I just feel like you could skip that whole chapter and be okay with never reading it because <laughs> he was a doctor during the time of the Civil War. So if you can just picture what that was like, Mm-mm. it's pretty horrible. Yeah. So there was a lot of things where I'm just like, did I need to know this? Did I need to read this? Mm, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Okay. So... I give you a caution. If you decide to read it and you are interested, I don't know. Just be prepared. There <laughs> yeah, be prepared. You may want to just skip stuff. some stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. There was, and like I said, he was a disturbed man. They do explain some of the stuff that 
went through his mind as a crazy person. That kind of stuff. I don't know. So, that's my review. It's very All mixed. Right. <laughs> I don't know what that I want to read it. <laughs> I think I'm okay that you read it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. So I what have you been a, up a to? Sweet, a sweet book called um, The Enchanted April. It was a cute book. I think you would oh, like really? it. Like if you like um, a... I gotta write this down. <laughs> if you like a good hearted um, book. It was good. It was uh, four women... Four women who don't know each other, they rented out a, they split the cost of renting out a mansion in Italy, a castle, it was a castle, and they all, it was about their stay there at the castle, and just how their lives, they could see like how their lives changed from when they first came to, to like when the story ended, but it was a sweet, it was, it was enchanting. Oh, see, maybe <laughs> it was a sweet that. story. I didn't yeah. read any happy stories. I'm like reading Agatha Christie where it's all about death. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then I'm reading a true story about an insane person who literally yeah, murdered, you need an murdered somebody. You yeah, and then and then Cyrano that ended with not a happy ending. So maybe I'm due for like uh, some happiness. And then, you know, we're reading Anna Karina and um, Yes. I can't say that that's very uh, happy right now. Uh, so. I'm having a I hard look, time. I mean, time. I I can't stop reading it. But I'm having a hard time with that book. <laughs> me too. I have, let's talk. So I don't, So that's what's going on for me. I don't. Um, the Enchanted April was the last one that I. That's what I just finished, and um, I was doing the Magician's Nephew. The Magician's Nephew is my second time around. Actually, yeah, my second time around. Um, so I know, you know, I know that story. And I'm trying to go back to reading slowly because, again, I've been devouring books and I want to just enjoy it. I, you know, I, I wish I could show, I know we're on, we're on, we're on, you know, a podcast, but I <laughs> love that picture. Shanna sent me a picture of a, a little ghost in a library and the quote says, <laughs> me, what did it say, Shanna? Me, trying to read coming, all the books, coming me back coming as a ghost. Back, yeah. <laughs> trying to finish my book list or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And that's so true, because my book list never stops growing. I will I not be able to finish that. it before I die. So, that's what I say. I'm like, I so connect with that picture. Uh, that little, uh, I, it's just, yeah. So I feel like I'm rushing through books. I don't know. It's just, you know, you don't, you just don't know how life is. And it's like, I feel like I want to read all these books, but I want to slow down too. I kind of liked when we were before reading and we kind of, um, we had our other books, but the book that we were reading together, we kind of read it a little bit slow. So we yeah. had time to just kind of absorb it. And Anna Karina is a long book. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of like that we are, we've had that little extra time in between to to kind of, you know, to read it. Because I actually went back and reread some of the chapters just to make sure I understood what was going on. Because there's a okay. lot of characters. Um, in these there Russian is. novels, there was a, a few lot moments of characters. where I got confused. And I think it's, you know, like, I'm used to Jane Austen, who she loves characters and loves to keep adding more characters. I think the other problem is, is it is originally written in Russian. So the names are Russian, and a yeah. lot of them are very similar. 
you yeah. know, where it's like, or it's probably not in my, in my head, it sounds similar. And I'm just like, is this the same guy as before? Oh no, that's not the same, you know? And it's like two people that are named Alex, but like their last names are completely different. And I don't know. So I had a few moments where I was like, wait, who's this guy? How do you, what's that last? Yeah. So um, yeah. And I, was I think thinking... that's, that slows me down just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And I was thinking, I'm not going to remember their names to even talk about it. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. I did. I, I did. That, actually, but now I'm I wondering. Was, I know. I was going to say, I did start to write their list, their names down. Huh. I, I would have been nice if I took that out. Let me see. I made a look in my little commonplace book. Oh, that was so smart. I should have done that. I've been trying to do that now. Like, so I can go back and look at some of the stories that I It's I'm funny because I do that when I read Jane Austen, too, because I have to, like, there's so many characters I lose track and that's in English so I don't really know what my reason is there but <laughs> we totally need to do it for um, but this one especially for this one um but so it starts out because so there's I can't remember how many they it's broken up into books right so we have no it's broken up into parts and I yeah, think so there the... are I don't remember how many parts there are oh there are eight parts okay and each part has about 30 chapters in it, um, or about 32 to 34 chapters wow. within each part. So, so I'm, in, I'm only in the second part in chapter 17. You're probably ahead of me. I no, I'm only in the second bit. part, chapter six. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, good. So, um, so I went I'm actually back. ahead. Okay. Yeah. Because I was like, I felt like I was going slower. I felt like I needed more concentration when I was reading this book just because of the names. I'm like, wait, who are they talking to? But yeah, it's the book is very interesting. It opens up to these characters. And the book is called Anna Karina. So in my mind, it's going to be about this woman, Anna Karina. And and it is. So that's correct. But you don't meet her at the beginning. And I found that very interesting. I it's kept about going this... back to see, like, did I miss? Is her name Dolly yeah. also? Like, <laughs> I know. I, Anna have I, a name for Dolly I had spoken to you a few weeks ago, and I was like, I haven't met Anna yet. Have you met her? Because I'm starting to wonder, what am I reading? <laughs> I was so confused. I was like, it's all about this lady, Dolly, and her cheating husband. And you're just like, what, what is, why is it called Anna Karina? But yeah, she's apparently a huge part of the story. And I don't really know why we get so invested in Dolly and Stephen O. Stephen O. Stephen O. I guess as we read, listen, it's a huge book. So I guess maybe these characters, and this is, and this is both of our first time reading it, so. Uh, there's no one to give extra insight to. Yeah, no. Like, why do we need to get to know them? But I really just... How did you pronounce the husband's name? Is this... Oh, Steph- I did Stefano? Stefano. Oh, actually, true. I'm listening to the... I think she says Stefano. Stefano. Or Stevio. Because she calls him, like, Stevio. Like, that's her pet Stevio. name. Stevio. Yeah. yeah. Or something like that. But yeah, he he's not faithful to his wife. His wife apparently didn't realize that he was cheating. And he was like, yeah. how did she not know I was cheating on her? It was quite obvious. We've not been, I guess, intimate for a long time. She must have known. And I'm just like, what a horrible thing to Isn't say. That like, the fact that your thing? wife trusted you and thought that you loved her. Oh, that's so, how stupid of her. Like, you know, it, I was so it was annoyed. The I was so annoyed. Thing. Yes, yes, because I was... And, and then he was, was like, so how was am she? I supposed to stay interested in her? 
she's getting old and she's and he and she had how many kids she had seven kids but um five of them lived and two of them died so yeah so okay so she's had seven of your children and he's just like she's a great mother but she's all used up on these children i was like i know i was finding it i was i was i was trying not to judge because i remember when we read north and south and i didn't like you know um mr thornton mr thornton but you know he did redeem himself so I, I said, you know, I'm going to hold reservation, hold <laughs> hold my thoughts on, you know, Steve-O, but I did not like the things that he was saying about his wife. Because, yeah, and it was so funny because she agreed, too, because she was like, you know, when she was talking, because when we do finally meet Anna, because after his wife is not talking to him, and, it, you know, it was interesting. It, it, it was like the, the people in the household, they liked him they really liked him so even though they know that he did wrong by cheating on her they were still trying to they're all on his side all on his side and yeah so anyway so she's by herself in her room she's not coming out of her room and she's wondering um how is she going to stay in this marriage because she really did trust her husband like she had no idea and so for him to be like and all he cared about when he went to speak to her was that he had a stupid smile on his face. Did you catch that part? He was like so yeah. bad. Like when she, I guess she found the letters that he wrote to, and then he had an affair with the governess. It's like, come on. Like, I you know, know, even she was like, like, a, the, a, like out of everybody. In her own home. And she was home. teaching their children. Yeah. It was like, really? You couldn't have picked somebody else. It was just so, the whole thing it was just like such an insult to her. And I think as a wife and a mother, I just immediately was just like, He's a jerk. But but then I said, well, but it's still new. So maybe, you know, there's, maybe he'll grow. But at this point, no, you know, his actions were not, um, not noble. So anyway, he calls his sister, Anna. That's how we meet Anna, right? Because Anna is his sister. And he's hoping she's going to come in somehow and save his marriage, which you just feel like nobody deserves I, yeah. I just felt like he honestly he would have gotten what he deserves but yeah so that's yeah. the whole he, that's his hope that she's gonna come in and save his marriage which is like isn't that your job to save your marriage but he was uh, an overgrown child is what it seems yeah he and he was and, and it's interesting how they described him like everybody likes him like everybody yeah. likes him yeah so and he just yeah, i don't know i just get the impression like he's and like, like the a second or third chapter he's they're like, yeah, they go into detail about how, like, everybody at his work likes him and just, yeah. you know, he's just this likable guy. Yeah. And, you know, everybody's, like, rooting for him. But I think also you kind of get a sense of his character. Like, there was one point when he was reading the newspaper and, you know, he's, you know, he liked the idea of, you know, being free, you know, not being confined in a marriage, you know. Yeah. And just, um, which... Well, I makes think, you think, well, oh, why did he get married? But I think a that's, lot, that's a social uh, well, norm. You, right? They also go a lot into like what was going on culturally during this time. And yeah. we see that during the time when Dolly and steve got married, it, culturally, the parents would set it up and agree upon yeah. it. And it was, 
it was different and times were changing. People weren't getting married. People were marrying yeah. for love instead of position and status and whatever. Um, or not the married par- at all. The parents weren't as involved. And we see that because Dolly's younger sister is now like, I guess, coming out into society. And yes. uh, and everybody's kind of talking about, yeah, how Kitty, it's, things are changing and, you know, that people marry for love and it's not about status. So you kind of sense that Steve O's kind of just like, Oh, times are changing. I don't have to be faithful to my wife and people don't really do the whole marriage thing. And like, he feels like he missed out or something and he's going to make sure he gets his fair share. And she seems like, you know, she's a, she's a loyal mom and she takes care of her her kids and of the household. Like everything is, you know, everything is there for him, but he just can't see it. But then we get to go on that lunch with him and, hit one of his friends and you he's see he's so 11, 11 yeah right? mm-hmm. and he's so indulgent you get another sense of like who he is it's like his yeah. indulgence and the way that he orders and his friend levin is from the country and like simple stuff and so they make it very like there's such a contrast between yes. you know what people do eat so you kind of get a sense of like he's being extravagant they want you to know that like he's going above and beyond this isn't typical what everybody eats like no this is extra so you get a sense like he indulges himself and he's just like oh well what's the point of life if you don't have good food and like you know it's just like he wants it all and even they're talking about women and he was like you know levin's like well if you have a whole meal who goes home and buys a roll or something like that yeah. and they're talking about women and he was just like well sometimes on the way home those rolls look delicious and it's just like <laughs> you know you're like come on man like he's just you and don't you really know, feel I, like he, he's still in the doghouse and you don't really feel like he's trying to even change his ways at this point at you're like all. he's still talking like well you know if opportunity presents itself why he would i say would. no I just wouldn't do it with the governess, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Learned my lesson there, but yeah. But I think he married her because I think Dolly comes from like a, a rich family. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. she has money and he hated that he has to, because I think there was some land that needs to be purchased, but he couldn't talk to her about the land because it's, it's, I guess it's in her family's name, but he couldn't talk to her because, you know, she's mad at him about him cheating on her. And yeah. so you get, you get a sense like he's... Um, you know, married probably for the money. You know, you marry yep. the woman who comes yep. from, you know, who has money. And so your life would be easier and you have all these kids with her, but you don't love her. And and actually it was interesting because he was like, even his relationship with his kids, he's like, oh, he has a favorite daughter. Yeah. And like the daughter and the son. And even the son knows that he's not He's his not dad's loved by favorite. his father. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, wow. Um, yeah, and he's like asked, trying to compensate for the fact that he doesn't love his and he children says it. equally. Yes, yeah, yes, like, he does. He knows weird. that he doesn't, and he does say that. But he was like, but the little, but the author tells us like the little boy knows that his dad, yeah, is, you know, doesn't love him as much, and it's like, oh, oh can so we just sad. talk about it? And I was kind of like jumping back and forth, but so Anna Karina comes, and immediately yeah. you get this sense that she's like this wonderful mother because she misses her son. She's come here without him, and she's like, oh, I never go anywhere without him and she's at a party and she wants to show pictures of her son and I was just like that's me like everybody I'm like these are my kids and let me just talk about my children because that's my life like you know and I was like really felt like oh I get her but then jumping forward I'm skipping a whole lot she comes home and she looks at her husband and is just like, oh, is that really what he's like? And then is that she his sees ears? Her... Does his ears yeah. always stick out like that? 
And then I was, like, so upset. She comes home to her son, who she has not seen, and I just felt like it was going to be this reunion because I know if I leave my kids even for, like, a day, it's like I cannot wait to see them. So I thought, oh, she's going to be so excited. No. She sees her son, and she's disappointed. Oh, is this what he always was? I made him out to be grander in my mind. And I'm like, what? You're disappointed in your own child? It was so weird. but she went, we saw for her, we get a sense for her that she went through a transition once she, I don't know if transition is the right word, but once she met Vronsky, is that his name, Vronsky? Yeah, Vronsky. That she, so Vronsky's like this soldier, he's like handsome, you know, tall and handsome. And and he has a career in the military, yes. so he's got a position, you know. He does. And, you know, she's, of course, Anna is married. Kitty likes Vronsky, and he's been giving her the impression that he likes her, too. But then we get to what I like about Dolly. So Dolly is, I mean, Kitty is Dolly's little sister, who we were talking about how she's coming out. And she now has an opportunity to get married. They're kind of having balls and stuff so that she can meet men, which is so bizarre. And even she thought it was, like, a little weird. But, um... But she liked being all dialed up and, like, presented. Yeah. And she really likes this. What would you say his name is? How do you say it? Voronsky. Voronsky, yeah. yeah. Now, this guy, Levin, has known Kitty her whole life since she was a child. And he's kind of gone off. And he's never forgotten her and thinks, I'm going to come back and marry her. Which, why no, do you think you know you're funny? entitled no, to just come back and... No, but for him, you know what I thought was interesting. He knew it. He, you know what it reminded me of Little Women. How Teddy knew that he was going to marry a March sister, but yeah, you know, and I think yeah. like with Levin, he knew he was going to marry. I, I don't ask me to pronounce their last name, but whatever these ladies' last names are, he knew he was. Gonna yeah, because there's three of them. Yes, yes, but one of them got married, and then he when he when he went away and came back, the other one got married. So that left Kitty. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like Kitty was by you know default. Yeah, he's left and he does he actually does and he loves her he does really i get a sense that he really you know he has fallen for some reason he thought he wasn't good enough for her though for whatever reason he's older because i think kitty kitty's like young like kitty's like probably like in her so he left to like get i guess like get her out of his head and that didn't work so he's gonna come back and propose to her which I don't know why he thought he had any entitlement, but he but comes he back. But he seems like the most decent person so far. He does. As far he as does. character. It reminded me of of North and South, you know, like he's from the country, like you were saying. Yeah. Before. And so he's like more calm, more realistic about life. He's ready to settle down. Yeah. He, he's His parents had a, a good marriage and he wants to have a marriage and yeah. children. Yeah. And he, he spends time envisioning like what it would be to be married and have a family. Yes. And like you could tell like, if value you did, it. Yeah. Not like exactly. oh you're you got seven kids and you're like all dried up now. You know like, <laughs> <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> yep. that's the other man. Yeah, no, like you can tell he'd make a really good husband. But he comes back out of nowhere and like proposes to Kitty and she's and Kitty's just like, like, I'm in love with this young soldier and you know, yes. like he's handsome and young and yes. like that's where my mind's at. And I, he's like, a city guy, you know. And I and, think and she really liked Levin. As a person. But, yeah, but she just couldn't see herself married to him, which I get no, that. No, I guess that's like, you know, you have Al Pacino, but then, you know, you have a young, um, I don't know who's young. 
like Al Pacino <laughs> liking you, and yeah. then you have like a who's young. I can't think of any young actor. I'm I'm terrible <laughs> with actors' <laughs> names. You got a young actor, you know, who likes you. Tony you will know, tell like, me a name, and I'm like, who's that? He's like, it's in that movie you like. I'm like, which character? Like, I'm so. And he's like, are you serious? You don't know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I really cannot think of any young character. How old am I? But it's like because I think Levin. I get the sense that Levin is older. Like he's in his thirties. You know. Yeah. So of course, if Kitty has a chance to be with you know some a young twenty something year old handsome you know guy, yeah. she's gonna pick him over the guy at the, the, the thirty something is- year old in the country. We we get to meet these two interacting, and I and you get the sense that Vronsky has charisma and yes. he's charming and yes, like he kind of takes charming. he takes over a room and then you kind of get the sense that Levin comes off as like a wet blanket where you're just yes. like he's kind of heavy and you're like an okay older. relax yeah relax a little bit there buddy like an you old know? man like your uncle yeah you know like exactly uncle, like and she party. was just kind of like <laughs> yeah like you're not fun and yeah <laughs> so we get it so she turns him down because she thinks Vronsky's gonna propose to her but yeah. then they let you into Vronsky's thoughts, and he keeps thinking, I wonder, I feel like she's waiting for something big to happen. I wonder what I'm supposed to do no, next. He has no idea that she's thinking marriage. He's no. like, huh, I wonder what she's thinking about. Like, yeah. um, hello, and during he says that time. he doesn't want marriage. He's like, he's no. like, he doesn't believe in marriage. I'm like, well, what yeah. are you doing with Kitty? Yeah, he's like flirting and he's leading so her on. Yes. He's taking up her time, and she's, yeah. you know, so and he has no. That's so you can see like different, on. different worlds because either he's like cold-hearted or he just seems like very clueless. Like he's yeah, not, like he's clueless. But, but you then can see Anna Karina walks yeah. into the scene and yes. he goes head over heels like he's just never seen a more beautiful woman in his whole oh, life, goodness. and he completely just snubs kitty for this like drops her like a hot potato like that's it i'm moving on but the flip side is anna is attracted to him too yeah oh and i'm reading it and i just keep thinking don't be stupid oh i was struggling i'm like fighting i'm like fighting i'm like please don't do this like you're married and you have a child and you're gonna throw it all away for this stupid boy who doesn't even know what he wants in life and Don't knows do it's not it. marriage. Yeah. And so, yeah, so so we, I, they meet at the train station because actually when Anna's coming to talk to Dolly to try to get Dolly to reconcile with, you know, her brother, um, she meets Vronsky at the train yeah. station. Yeah. Um, and she was actually riding with his mom. And he's mom. like smitten. He's smitten. He's oh, smitten. yeah. And his mom thinks like she's fantastic. Oh, she's so wonderful. We talked the whole time. And like they have a relationship now, which is weird. I know. And you know what was and weird then, is that they were at when they were at the train station, someone um you know died by a train. Yeah. yeah, right there. And he's thinking that I think he did it to you know look She good. said, Oh, what is well, what has anybody done for the widow? And so yeah. he runs off and like gives the widow a bunch of money. Yeah. And then she finds out about it and she's like weirded out because she's like, Why did he do that? I think like, he did that for me. Yeah. Like, oh my goodness. But so she meets Kitty, right? Because Kitty, Kitty's Dolly's and, sister, and Kitty, and Kitty loves Anna. And her, yeah, they just bonded. Like, 
she's like, you know, because I guess Anna's older. I, I assume yeah. Anna's older. Yeah. And so Kitty kind of looks up to her because Anna's beautiful. You know, she's like this yeah. great charming woman. and graceful. Yeah, charming. Yes. Yeah. But you know, it was interesting how Anna changed when she first came. You know, um, Dolly's, her, her niece and nephews, Dolly's kids, they loved her. They were like playing with yeah. her and they were like all on her. And then they had a ball and um, Kitty was so excited because she thinks this is the night that Vronsky is going to make a move and, you know, maybe propose to her. Yeah. And, he acts, and she's holding out for that special dance for him. Yeah. And I think he dances it with Anna. Yep. And... Because it was the dance that they the always connection. danced together. Yes. Like, it was the dance they always... And yes. she was like, I know he'll dance with me because that's, like, our dance, oh. you know? And he picks and, another woman. And he picks And he just Anna. feels so bad. And Anna me. knows it because when she talks to Dolly, she's like, you know, I think I've made an enemy of Kitty. Yeah. You know? Um, but but even Kitty can see, like, the, the there's this attraction between Vronsky and Anna. Yeah. But you know what the saddest line I think was um was when Kitty was like she gave this look of love to Baronsky and he just he's that look that he just kind of gave her back was it was Yeah, just there was no love in his eyes. There was no love yeah. in his eyes and she said she'll never forget that humi- humiliating feeling. And the thing is after that she starts withering away Kitty. Yes. She's like dying of a broken heart basically yes. because you know, she she can't recover from this, and it's so sad. But now that, like, she's thinking about Levin. Did you catch that? No. Yes. Yes, because well, Dolly like came she... to visit her. That's oh, where I, I am. Not... Did I not part read that? Two. Yeah, I'm at, like, part two, chapter six. And Dolly, yeah, she's withering away to doctor. And what's up, what's up with oh, the sneezing yes. doctor? Oh, um, I know. Like, Wasn't that oh, weird? Was, I was like, what in the world happened there? I don't know. Was like, that was, that like, creeped me out. I, I was like, something? I definitely feel like, I know, she was like, out. yeah, she was like, she couldn't even be in the same room with him. I was like, what is happening? What anyway, I don't, I don't know I what kind was, of an exam that, that doctor Levin's did. Because it was a weird, it was one of those, the Stefano something. So I have, to, I was like, was that um Levin's I don't think brother? so. It was just okay. like a fancy doctor that the... Okay. The mom but paid she for. was weirded out by all right so yeah so dolly comes and she was like levin proposed to you didn't and she was like didn't he and she was like you know why do you bring that up and just to torture me yeah so i yeah. definitely think she feels bad that she didn't say yes because now she feels like she has nobody interested in her yes yes and she's gonna and she wants alone. to be married she wants yeah. to be married so so yeah i think um, she's disappointed in that i think so too but but Anna can't stop thinking about... Um, yeah, so she leaves. Anna leaves. And while she's yes. on the train, Baronsky follows her and gets on the same yes. train. And they run yes. into each other. Because she was thinking, maybe I made it up in my mind. Maybe he really wasn't interested in me. Like, maybe yeah. I blew this whole thing out of proportion. But nope, he follows nope. her. And she was just like, oh, he really oh. does like me. And she likes... She loves the attention. Her words are telling him no, but... She, we're, we're getting the, in her inner thoughts where she's like, I do like him. I do like him. And I think that's why now when she gets off the train, you know, her husband seems so boring. Yeah, her child her kid, is so boring, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's like she liked they, all the attention and she felt, I don't yeah. know. It's yeah. like, I guess like you, maybe she, I don't, we don't know much, too much yet about her life, her married life, but you kind of get the sense that 
maybe yeah. you know like you haven't been looked at like that in a while and someone yeah. looks at you it, it really made me like just temptation. even evaluate myself yeah like I would hope I never put myself in that position of just yeah. like getting attention and enjoying it you know I guess it's I mean that probably won't happen because <laughs> I have like that. five kids following me everywhere I go but I'm just saying like it definitely made you evaluate like wow what could that happen like could can that, that just happen, happen to anybody yeah. or was she and looking it could. for it but I and feel like just, it could and what if could. you liked it and you just don't want it to go away because you want like you know I've been married for a while now like it's not you're not going to get that same attention as when you were dating. No, and, yeah. you know, you're not going to have somebody that's like, I don't know, being flirtatious with you. Yeah. I don't know. It's just... Like the the Richard Gere, you know, coming up in the white suit. Yeah, and exactly. Lifting so... you up and taking you through the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that officer, the gentleman. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so it's like, but I don't I know, it, it definitely made is. you think like, oh, you got to guard your heart because, wow, yeah. that's terrible. Yeah. You know, it's funny, you have Steve-O who's kind of like looking yep. for something, excitement and beauty and whatever. And then you have her who's desiring to be looked at and thought of as beautiful. And you kind of get to see both sides of it. And we saw that know. he succumbed to that desire. So I'm yeah. wondering if Anna is going to be. It's we're only at part two. <laughs> I just keep reading and being like, "Don't do it! Don't do it! Like, Walk oh away from goodness. it all." So we're but, gonna yeah. see what so we'll happens. We'll have to. We'll finish part two we'll hopefully part by two. next time. And yes. are we gonna start part three or no? Hold let's off. finish part two. Let's go okay. slow, Shannon. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Because I, I think it's like, um, it's a lot to observe. Yeah. And, then there's, and then there's like in between conversations because, yeah. I mean, you know, like even when um, Levin, we meet his brother and his brother is, you know, uh, his brother looked like, I think his brother is sick and she's, you know, so it's like all He's like an alcoholic or like, something. Yes, but yeah. he has some kind of illness now that his. Well, the, the, his wife says he's dying from drinking. It sounded like, like he's like, it's probably like liver toxicity or something, yes. but drinking is just making. And that's worse. not even his wife, but he was like, listen, she lives with me and she's like my wife. Yeah. So yeah. if you have anything to say, what he, he was like, it was such uh-huh. weird to hear. It in yeah. He was like, go out the door and don't come back no more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> So there's, I wanted, so, we, so we'll finish up part two for next week. Okay. Yeah. But good. so far it has my attention. I it think um, I'm worried that Anna is not going to make the right decision, but we'll see. But I, I if I was to predict what we're, what I think is going to happen, and I haven't read ahead, but I think, I hope Kitty and, and Levin gets together. Yeah, um, me too. And... I'm just like, somebody has to tell him what's going on. Like, she's dying. She didn't get married. Like, you're just like, how is he going to find out? So you're just like, come on, somebody let him know. You can tell that he really loves her. Like, I like I totally see him. And I feel like he'll come to her rescue. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Marry me today. Yeah. So I'm I'm hoping we see that happen. And then also, I don't know. I'm hoping Anna resists, but I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I have a feeling. We, this was like foreshadowing because she keeps thinking yeah. about him. Yeah. It was indeed the conversation when he's, when Vronsky 
met her husband at the train station. You yeah. Know, like her, it was just, he was so bold. Like he was like, oh, yeah. I want you know, like come and visit, come to your house. Can I come to your house sometime? Imagine and, uh, <laughs> the audacity. Is, like dismissive of him, but he's yeah. still like there. Like oh, like it is. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I would have been so embarrassed if I was Anna and that happened. That whole situation at the train station. Like Anna, oh, this guy though. that I flirted with followed me home, and oh, now no. he has the audacity to come so up to my husband and be like, "Hello, Hello. I will be coming and visiting your wife." Like I've what? met your acquaintance, and I, you know, I'd love to come by. And it's like, yeah. oh my goodness. And his, I don't know. Anyway, but it's funny because she's talking to him, talking to her husband, but she can hear. Baranski's footsteps as he's walking by. So she's still focused yeah. on yeah. him. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't, it doesn't uh, look good. It's not looking good, no. I don't, yeah. I think she didn't read Jane Austen and um, I know. <laughs> Charlotte Bronte. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just say no, Anna, just say no. I know. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. And um, I guess that's it for today. We, uh, yeah. at least we got a chance to to talk about I know I've been Anna dying Karina. to discuss it with you so know, I'm glad we too, got a chance to because I'm too. like ah these I characters I want to go back and start again part two um okay because again the because I'm only I'm only at chapter six so I think I will go back because yeah. I'm like what did I miss with that doctor scene because why is he and is the doctor Related um, to Levin's anybody. other brother. Yeah. Yes. Because okay. Levin has a, he has the, the alcoholic brother, but he has another brother who the alcoholic brother is mad at because he's, okay. he took some of their mother's property from him or something. Supposedly. Like that. Yeah. Supposedly. And so, but I don't know the name, but their names, like you said, their names sound very Yeah, they're familiar. all so, like, so <laughs> similar that it's yeah. really difficult to <laughs> tell them apart. I'm like, Wait, who's that? Right. And so, then they um, call them by different names. Because sometimes they call people by their last name. Sometimes by their first name. And they're like, oh, and then and I then call him by his name. Christian name or yeah. whatever. And I'm like, yes. what? How many names do you guys have? It's the same person? Like, So that gets a little confusing. <laughs> I will. I can't find where I wrote my chart out. But I, I, I'm going to have to rewrite it if I can't find it. Because there was a lot yeah. of people. I think I did. I just can't find it. I don't know where. But anyway. I will be writing that down so I can. Figure All right, out so we'll week. start part two, or we'll, we'll talk two. about we'll we'll start it this week and talk about it next week, hopefully. Okay. Um, and we right. hope that if you, I hope that you know whoever's listening, if you like it too, that you'll you'll start to read it. Maybe it'll you'll find it interesting. Um, we could kind of see some things. It's it's a classic, and I want to know why. You know. So well, I already feel like. One, it reminds me a little bit of The Great Gatsby and the fact that you get a sense of the culture and the conversation. A lot of the conversation has nothing to do with anything, but to give you a sense of the time period that's happening, which I thought reminded me of The Great Gatsby, where he does a lot of that, a lot of conversation, a lot of like talking about stuff to kind of give you a sense of what society was like during that time. Um and, and then, then the other thing is the, the characters, yes, the characters yeah. are so developed and you're just like, you're feeling the emotions, you're invested in their actions. And I just, yes. I'm like, he does that. So yeah. it is really well written as frustrated as I am with the characters. Most of them, yeah. I am just like too invested. Just not like, yeah, I can't stop reading it. Cause I'm like, I need to know how this Me all too. ends for them. Cause so. I forgot, we forgot like, um, Dolly is Dolly had a baby. 
right? Oh yeah, yeah she had like another she said, one. Yeah. But then he's but he's not coming back home again. Yeah. So she thinks he's back to you know cheating, cheating on, her. on her. Now yep. she knows. You know what yep. I mean? Now it's like when he doesn't come home. Now I yeah. You know, she's like yeah so it's like he hasn't changed um at yeah all. so we'll Which, see how their yeah. relationship you know what's going to happen with their relationship so yeah um we'll see so we'll, we'll catch a lot you guys to cover yeah next time <laughs> yeah <laughs> and we'll hope we'll see you at our next podcast <laughs> bye bye thank you so much for listening today we hope you enjoyed this episode Can you do us a favor? If you like this podcast, please write a good review for us on iTunes or Spotify or your favorite podcast player. Your review or like helps others to find and listen to our podcast. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time.